Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. Let's see who's laughing after rage takes care of you. We're onto their plans. We know that they intend to disable our communications and knock out our power grid. We pose as FCC and inspect the towers. We plant charges and hook the receivers up to them. They're all deployed already, aren't they? Yeah, tough guy. They're all out there. Fighters were dispatched shortly after Wi-Fi and his crew left Latumus orbit. Depart immediately and use the Roosevelt Stip. How about Horace? He'll be a great asset. Meet me at St. Martin's and we'll transfer to our headquarters. Got it. Federation fighters detected at maximum range. How many? There appears to be no more than five, my lord. Send all fighters to engage. Sir, we've been pinged, but I don't see any action being taken. He's latched onto us. Not good. What was that? Woohoo! What a shot. Good thing Sheena gave me lessons. What the crow? The rage vessel just exploded. Look at this picture. And you're absolutely positive it's him. This photo was taken in 1943. And now, episode 76, Regroup. 1943? What do you mean? What I mean is, this photograph was taken in 1943. So how could Dad have been there in 1943? Well, obviously he wasn't, Kelly. He looks to be in his 20s here. He was obviously at a World War II air show. This is probably right before he went to Vietnam. That's him, Aunt Karen. I know it. Look at him. Yes, dear, that is him, but not in 1943. And by the way, what makes you think it's 1943? Dad had this old magazine in his belongings. I thumbed through it, and I found this photo of him. You went through your father's personal items? Why on earth would you do that? Because this whole business of being a prisoner in Turkey just does not add up. Something else is going on, and I want to know what it is. First of all, be happy he's back, and second of all, stay out of his business. I'm sure this is a photo of him in an air show. He was part of a historical reenactment club. They would always dress up in old uniforms and go to these historical air shows. So, why does it say 1943 is the publishing date of this magazine? Look at it. May. 1943. It's probably one of those nostalgia magazines they publish for novelty, you know. Like the time Uncle Hank and I went to Tombstone and we had that newspaper printed, Hank Green Robs Train. That can't be 1943, or Horace would be in his 90s by now. Unless, of course, you've been watching too much TV and think he's a time lord. All I know is that there's something wrong with this picture. And why would he keep it? Because it's a novelty picture I'm sure he paid for and he wants to keep it for the memories. I suppose so, but honestly, look at it. The photo looks old. They do that all the time. Don't you remember getting that tin plate photo made at Williamsburg when we all went there for your birthday? Maybe it is a reproduction of an old photo, but I'm not convinced that there's something going on with that. Then take it up with your father instead of snooping on him. Now where's that wine? 
First Officer Nate, was there anyone on that escape shuttle? I'm positive, sir. My sensors show it headed for the 310 portal. There's nothing left of the mothership. All their satellites have been destroyed. Can you follow the shuttle? I'm on him. I'll report to your IDF people as soon as I clear the last portal. Nate out. It's gonna be days before we get any word. What's our next step? The fate of whoever was in that shuttle is out of our hands now. I can only hope that Mr. Nate will do what is right. I don't have any worries about that. Nate's a good guy. It's in his best interest to stop Wi-Fi, if that's just who escaped. You know, as long as the Muncie Act's in effect, he's out of a job. Personally, I don't believe there is an if. You know Wi-Fi had a backup plan. The big if for me is, who was on there with him? I'm betting Lynn was a passenger. It's a good assumption that he is. I'm sure he wants a bargaining chip if things go wrong. Well, that ain't gonna make your job any easier. I imagine Lynn's disappearance is a diplomatic nightmare. Well, think about this. If Lynn were here with us now and we took him back, what's he going to say to his government? Ah, you got a point there. He's either gonna stay lost, missing, or maybe he defected. Anyway, that's not my problem. That's something my brother is working on. This whole discussion may be moot if the professor was on that ship when it exploded. Nelson, get us back home. Yes, sir. Everyone, buckle up for re-entry. Well, Jim, this has been an interesting reunion party. Ah, your cover story for Kelly. So how is the adjustment going with her? Is she buying into your Turkish ruse? I think so, but to tell you the truth, I have no idea. What do you think, Kate? You know Kelly, Daddy. Once she gets an idea in her head, it's hard to change her mind. I'm hoping the party she's planning will keep her mind off things. Hey, I don't know about the rest of you, but personally, I'm long overdue for a good party. You? A party? What a surprise. I hope you guys realize that the last time we were all together, it was on Baltimore when Wi-Fi attacked. Yeah, that's when Jim learned how to change TV channels with his mind. Hey, that's nothing. He turned on the microwave for me. Ah, make fun. Go ahead. But I eventually opened up the lock gate and got us all out of there. Hopefully, no one's going to invade Hawkhaven. You know, Horace, we told Kelly we had to get together this evening. You still want to do that? Hey, we can't have you lying to Kelly now, can we? No, brother. What an excuse. You can join us. That's okay. I'll see you guys at the party tomorrow. (laughs) Hey, look, I'll make sure to tell Kelly to buy some extra lettuce for you. Yes? The meet and greet for the new director is about to start in conference room A. Okay, thanks. On my way. Hey, Barb. Hey, Janet. So here we go again. Yeah, it seems as soon as we break in one director, we get a replacement. I hear Mr. Wagner had some issues to deal with. I think in the long run, it was his health that moved up his retirement plans. I heard it was an IRS issue. You know that in our line of work, what you hear isn't always what the truth is. What do you know about the new director? His name is Jake Holliday. I worked with him a few years back with threat assessments. Jake? For real? Yep. It's Jake, and that's no joke. Was he a good boss? Well, actually, I was his boss. And he got promoted ahead of you. That's just not right. You should be the new director. You have the most experience. I have my own department, and that's enough for me right now. Who knows? He might be gone in a month. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. We wanted to take a brief moment to introduce you to our new director of operations, Mr. Jake Holliday. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. I just want to take a brief moment to introduce myself to most of you. Some of you I know already. 
My name is Jake Holiday, and yes, it's really Jake. And yes, I'm a descendant of Doc Holiday. I've been with the agency for 18 years and have pretty much worked in all areas of national security, especially following the 9-11 attacks. I don't plan on making any sweeping changes. I'm a firm believer in, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I hope to get around to each section and meet all of you personally. Our goals, our mission, all remain the same, and that is to defend and protect our citizens against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. The best measure of a smooth transition is to not notice one. There are a lot of good people here doing a great job. I see one of our department heads back there, Janet O'Neill. I had the pleasure of working with Janet a few years back. You mean four. So I know we have good people. Now I see there's cake in the back, which is probably why most of you got here early. <laughs> so let's have a little cake before we get back to it. Looks like he's headed this way. I'll talk to you later. Janet, good to see you. Director, congratulations. This is a little awkward. It doesn't have to be, sir. We're both professionals here. I have to confess that I was a little surprised that you weren't offered the job. We need to talk. I'll have my secretary set up a time where we can meet and go over some important details. The Lynn case is probably at the top of that list. I'll make sure my calendar is clear. It will be good to work with you again. Even though the roles are reversed? Well, we're both working for a higher power. Our roles here are mostly for show. Well then, on with the show. The long-lost Horace Hawk. Detective Hernandez. Something I never thought I'd get to say. Well, in spite of being your old partner, I did learn something along the way. Nelson, they still letting you tag along? Someone's got to drive. I see you came out of retirement for this, Jim. Yeah, you know, I kind of had to, like, clear my schedule. <laughs> but it was worth it. Your Scrabble partners at the home are going to have to go on without you tonight. I don't manage. Say, where is Agent Hawk? I'm right here. No, the good-looking one. Ah, she needs her beauty rest. Mmm, she must get a lot of rest. Hey, easy there, cowboy. That's my little girl you're talking about. Anyone seen Pearman? You mean the strange dude in the Stetson and the bow tie? That would be him. He went to the little boy's room. They have a room here for little boys? Captain McCaw, good to see you. I'm glad you can make it. Jim, good to see you. How's the head doing? Great. You know, they put that little plate in me. Now I'm cozy with every TSA agent at BWI. Horace, it's really good to see you again. As always, it's a pleasure. Listen to him. Always the gentleman. I don't seem to recall hearing that when you were a rookie cop. That's probably because you weren't the most pleasant training officer I've ever had. That's true. I was especially hard on you, but it paid off. Captain McCall. Well, if that's all it takes, I'll be captain in no time. Well, you gotta get off traffic detail first. Is Kate coming tonight? She told me she had a pretty rough day today, so she sends her regrets, but she'll be at our party on the shore tomorrow. Can you make it? I'd love to. I'm craving some good steamed crabs and beer, but I'm afraid I'm tied up tomorrow. Oh, that's a shame. I tell you what, I'll send you some steamed crabs back for you. Or would you prefer crab cakes? Now you're talking. I'll take the steamed crabs. I can always make my own crab cakes. Now, what are we talking about? Steamed crabs and beer. That is a conversation I'd love to join. 
Horace, good to have you back. John, good to see you, my friend. Are you still running the Overflow Evidence Warehouse? Oh, yes. As long as there's crime, we'll be there. So, your incarceration in a Turkish prison must have been quite an ordeal. It was at first, but as time went by and the political climate changed, the government knew I could be a sore spot for them. They moved me to a more white-collar prison, if you want to call it that. It was mildly tolerable after that. Well, it's certainly good to have you back, safe and sound. Detective Barnes, you seem to be recovering quite nicely. Yeah, you know, but she shot me in my hard Irish head. <laughs> That's probably what saved me. So, uh, can we expect you for the big cookout tomorrow? I'm afraid not. We're in the middle of our annual inventory. That's why I made it to point to be here this evening. Horace. Yes, sir? Is this just a conversational gathering, or are there liquid refreshments? It's an open bar, so help yourself. I shall. Thank you. Captain McCall, would you care to join me? Certainly, Mr. Pierman. I'll be right there. Something on your mind, Cap? I was wondering how you were getting along with your PI application. Well, everything's in order. I'm hoping to be up and running within a couple of weeks. The problem's not going to be getting the license. It's going to be where to hang it. You're still going to work Charm City, aren't you? Well, that's the plan. I'm hoping I might be able to call in a few favors once in a while. Quid pro quo, Jim. We may call on you from time to time. Uh, to get around the red tape, maybe? I never said that. Now, if you gentlemen will excuse me, I think I see a martini with my name on it. So, Jim, just where do you plan on setting up shop? I'm thinking I might be able to rent a small space at a certain warehouse I know. Pearmans? Think about it. All the resources I could ever need. Right there. Like the stip? The stip? What are you two planning? Jim is thinking about renting a space at Pearman's Warehouse for his PI adventure. Really? So, Jim, you plan on doing this solo? You're going to need a business partner. That could get a little sticky with the stip there. Not to mention a bunch of aliens. Well, you know, that's why I'm thinking about someone familiar with all of that. Someone who's also a pretty good detective himself and who's also retired. Whoa, hold on, amigo. You're not talking about me, are you? Because this hombre is retired, which means the only thing I plan on catching are fish and some Chesapeake blue crabs. I think about it, Horace. We can have the old team back together, just like the old times. Look, Jim, I appreciate the consideration, but it's time for me to kick back and let the young studs like Nelson here carry the ball. That's a scary thought. Hey now, don't forget I'm actually a seasoned veteran of the IDF, but Horace, that actually doesn't sound that bad of a plan. You've got experience on both sides of the fence. You'd be a great asset. I'll consider being an asset any time. Just call the house and I'll be happy to give you an opinion. All right, but I'm keeping the option open. Well, right now the bar is open, so let's continue the conversation where the Colvins are. All right, but it's going to be ginger ale for me. I've got to have a clear head for the cross-examination tomorrow. Cross-examination? Kelly. Hey, Janet, what's up? I wanted to let you know that Wagner's replacement has been named. We met him this afternoon. Okay. The big money question. Is he one of ours or theirs? He is definitely from this side. He was recruited by the IDF about ten years ago. Ah, so he's IDF. That'll make things so much easier. Do you know him? I would think so. I was his boss right after he was recruited. I pretty much trained him. And now he's your boss. Seems like both sides will need to work on workplace equality. His name is Jake Holiday. Oh, come on. That's the worst cover name I've ever heard. <laughs> Actually, that's his real name, in case you were wondering. 
descendant of Doc Holliday. Good grief. That's all we need is a gunslinging cowboy running a department in Homeland Security. <laughs> it wants to meet us first thing Monday morning. I just wanted to give you a heads up. I appreciate that, Janet. This will certainly make things easier on you, trying to cover up my absences. Let's hope so. Are you headed to the shore tomorrow? Yeah, Kelly's got the party all planned. Well, give my regards to your dad. I sure will. I know he's very grateful to you for your help in getting him in and out of Turkey. Sure. Well, we'll see you on Monday. Enjoy your party. Thanks. See you Monday. Finally, things were starting to fall in place. Now I'll have a director that is with the IDF, so there'll be no more fake assignments to cover up my true missions to the boss. Jim was getting settled in with his PI business, and Dad was back and willing to retire to the leisurely life he deserves. Tomorrow will be like the launching of a new era. The only thing weighing on my mind was the fate of Professor Lin and Wi-Fi. I also couldn't help but wonder what happened to Lister and the mysterious prisoner 310. I have a strong feeling that Lynn and 310 were working in concert to destroy the satellites. I was hoping that Nate would be able to track Wi-Fi and get the answers we need. But for now, my objective is to get a good night's sleep for Daddy's party tomorrow. There's no telling what Kelly's been up to. I can only hope that she's kept her nose out of his past. Good morning, Aunt Karen. Good morning. Did you sleep well? I slept like a log. Of course, I woke up in the fireplace. What? It took me forever to get the cinders out of my hair. Aunt Karen, honestly. Coffee? Right here. Have a seat. Thank you, dear. So, have you heard from Horace this morning? He should be here any minute. Now, dear, you're not going to shove that magazine in his face, are you? No. Not at first. Kelly Merritt, don't you dare. This is his day. Let him have it. Oh, I plan to let him have it all right. But don't worry, I'll pick an appropriate time. Well, I hope it's not right now, because he's here. Oh, he's brought some of his friends with him. Hey, Dad. Glad you're back, safe and sound. Hey, sweetie. Looks like you brought the party home with you. Yeah. Hey, Karen, I'm so glad you could make it. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Now, who are your friends here? You know Jim here. Of course. Hey, Jim. Good to see you again. Karen, you're looking as lovely as ever. Hmm. That bullet must have clouded up your vision. <laughs> I don't remember. Do you know my old partner, Hernandez? I'm not sure I've met you, but I've heard a lot of stories about you. But don't worry. I didn't believe half of them. And who is this fine young man? Uh, Nelson. But most of these guys just call me Rookie. I think I like Nelson better. Guys, make yourselves right at home. We've got a few more guests coming. I'll be firing up the grill and we'll eat around noon. Paragraph 3, Delta, is complete. This concludes CO2 scrub system check. Stand by, Commander. Sensors indicate approaching vessel from quadrant 4. Extrapolating course and speed. Current projection will take the vessel to Latumus. Negative transponder. That would indicate the vessel is attempting to avoid detection. Scan all frequencies. Scanning. Frequency identified. It is within range tactical combo range. Should I attempt contact? Negative on that. Monitor them for any traffic. Of course, change. Affirmative. 
Notify IDF TAC-1 of approaching Rage vessel's course and speed. Data has been transmitted. Receipt acknowledged. Stand by for further instructions. Copy that. Commander, I have detected another inbound craft. Same course and speed. I will scan frequencies to identify. Scanning completed. Vessel identified as commercial cargo vessel. The vessel is utilizing an IDF scrambler. That has to be Nate. He's the only commercial ship with an IDF scrambler. He was dispatched to 310 to monitor the Rage cargo ship believed to be commanded by Wi-Fi. That means this Rage vessel is most likely Wi-Fi's. The assumption is a logical conclusion. However, this is a Rage destroyer and Lord Zokar departed in a freighter. Please stand by. IDF Command is instructing us to monitor the Rage vessel's track and notify them if it changes course. Is Nate within combo range? Ping delay under two seconds and closing. Shall I open hail? Open hail. Channel open. Go ahead, Commander. Approaching commercial vessel. This is Boldabar Space Station. Do you copy? Boldabar, this is the Mercury on Scramble Channel Alpha, with you at 150,000 kilometers and closing. We're trailing a Rage destroyer from 310. Roger that, Nate. We've been monitoring the Rage vessel. Our records indicate that Rage departed from this destroyer. A freighter and three fighters. Do you have a copy on those ships? The freighter self-detonated. Shortly before that, an escape pod departed and went through the 310 portal. The three Rage fighters were destroyed and the pod docked with the destroyer. My instructions from controller 310 were to follow and report to IDF. Copy that. Do you have a time on the freighter's detonation? 1-6. 1-16247. That timestamp coincides with the destruction of the power arrays and control facilities on Latumus. That means it was a coordinated sabotage event by our two scientists. The question is, did they both sacrifice themselves, or did either one of them survive? What was the fate of Nicola and Professor Lin? What are Rage's plans now? Did Wi-Fi and Lister survive? Will Kelly confront her father on the picture of him from 1943? Find out the answers to these questions and more in our next episode of the Hawk Chronicles Recover. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, oh, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <laughs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow, that sounds great, Dad. Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is, Daddy-O. Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Roxbrocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour. And now there's... Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices! That is what it is! Look! Whoa! Dad, this looks awesome! Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome! You definitely have that right, my good man! <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Mary! My pleasure, Billy! And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye! Dad? Uh, uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy.
Twisted Pulp Magazine, available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere, or at digitalvaudeville.com. That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com.